Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today we are going to be answering some questions and also seeing how much we know about each other. Oh. I wonder, Jade, if we did like the newlywed game with each other, like how well we would do. (laughs) I think like I know you fairly well, but there's, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Like, who's your celebrity crush? <laughs> I know yours is Liam Neeson. Yes. Why don't I know yours? Is yours? Wait, hold you on. You know it. You no, know it. Yours is. Wait, no. Yours is like Steve Martin. What? He's like 90. <laughs> no. no, that's my friend Heather's. But it's a joke. <laughs> hold on. Wait. No, I do know your. Oh, yours is. um. Oh, gosh. What is that guy's name? Who's. uh Uh. Chris, no, not Chris. Yes. Chris something. What is his last name? I see his face. He was on the, no, not The Office, on Parks and Rec. Yeah, Chris no. Pratt. Is that the right show? Yes. Pratt. Yes. Him. Yeah. But oh, that's I like, didn't know it. That's been a that while. while. That's been like a while, so I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Like, I have to check in with myself. I'm like, is that still my <laughs> celebrity crush? I don't know. <laughs> but I also, I like, mean, Liam Neeson also- really isn't, but like he is. Like, if he asked me, like, to go out on a date with them, like I would go. Do I think like it would go further than one date? Probably not. But I just think like he would never, I've always said like he would never leave me. He would always fight for me. But maybe that's just because he did that and taken for his daughter. (laughs) I mean, I kind of believe it though. I kind of believe that truly is Liam Neeson. (laughs) I totally agree. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I love Chris Pratt. I love um, Idris Elba. Um, I think he's oh, just yeah. like he's so like James. Like I wish he would be James Bond. He's so there's something sophisticated but bad boy. Oh, totally. About him. I don't know. Also, like my like just break my heart and ruin me guy is John Mayer. Oh, that's, how that's I what I was just him. about to say. I was about to say, how could I have ever forgotten John Mayer? I thought about you the other day. A John Mayer song was playing mm-hmm. in. Um, oh gosh, it was so sad. It was in the store at home. And I was like shopping for things for my master bedroom, which like is now just my master bedroom. And then a John Mayer song came on and it made me really sad. And I was like, don't cry in the store at home. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is why Jade loves him so much. (laughs) Cause he just sings the saddest gut wrenching songs that just like get you. I think that's what I am in love with. It's his songwriting. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yes, I agree. Okay, well, that was one question. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking, like, if we were sitting there playing the newlywed game, like, I feel like we would do okay. I think we'd do okay. I think we could hang. I think we could hang. I think we'd get, like, 75% right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we could. Maybe. I I don't know. I'm going to ask you another question, which I actually don't know the answer to this question myself, now that I think about it. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done or a moment that you've ever had? Oh man. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's been there's been a lot of moments in my life where I've felt really embarrassed. But they were definitely just like embarrassing at the time that maybe I look back on yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, well that wasn't so bad." I definitely remember in college during a speech class, I got up to give a speech, which I already hate. I hate public speaking. It's like my biggest yeah, fear. It's and I blanked out on my speech. Literally could not. I started like one sentence and could not even draw what I was supposed to be talking about. 
and we weren't allowed to have like note cards or oh no anything and so i just stood up there just embarrassed not couldn't think of anything and turned bright red i turned bright splotchy red when i'm nervous or embarrassed Oh. And so finally, the teacher, and it was a small class too, so it like felt very intimate and weird. And the teacher finally was like, well, why don't you just sit down and collect yourself and you can go after a couple more people. And I remember just sitting down and then bawling, like tears oh. flowing. Oh, that's so sad. And, oh, I'm uh, so sorry. Yeah, I think I had, I think I got back up there and was able to give some sort of speech. And then I remember him saying, like, you don't have to memorize it word for word. You just need to know, like, your points and what you're supposed to say. But I was like, but my brain says memorize it word for word, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it was very, very, I mean, it was humiliating for me at that time. It's so weird that brains do that. I've had a couple times it's happened to me in, like, auditions, And I'll get up there and like start. I started my when I was at University of Oklahoma, I had to audition for their acting program because I was coming in like a year later and they wanted to make sure I could still get in with like the sophomore acting or whatever. And I picked a monologue and I stood up there and the first line was, I swear I've told this on this podcast before. The first line was something about a penis like, oh, that's the size of your (laughs) penis or something. And then they like you did. They all started laughing and I lost my train of thought. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm so sorry. Let me restart. And I think I did that three times before I ever got back into it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I was so nervous. I wasn't going to like even I mean, the monologue went fine, but my brain just like shut down. And I had that. I've had that happen a couple of times, too. And you just stand there and you're like, what? I don't know. The more like the longer, like the more seconds that go by, the more you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then, and it then just, you can't breathe. And then it just gets worse and worse instead of like trying to like worse and worse. pull yourself out of that. Yeah. And trying to pull yourself out is like so bad. I did a monologue one time where I also forgot where I was going. I jumped from the beginning to the end and then like went to the middle. And then I was like, where am I in this? I have no idea. Just <laughs> <laughs> rolling with this. It. Is, this is going really bad. <laughs> But yeah, it's so weird that brains do that. I had to like keep going with a song or something after that. But I just, yeah, you sit down and you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, especially because of the physical aspect that happens for me too when I get embarrassed or nervous is I do, I turn turn bright, splotchy red. Yes, I remember that about you. Your neck gets red. My neck gets red. My cheeks get red. um, My chest, my chest, like I'm wearing like anything like V-neck, my chest is red. And it's, that's embarrassing to me too. So that's also going through my head. It's like, so then it gets even worse, progressively like worse. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, it's like very apparent that I'm nervous, you know, like my body is just like telling everybody. We need to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, but after that, we'll keep this question thing going. took some questions from our Instagrams. I asked my followers um, to ask us some questions. I have one for you. First of all, someone says, does Carly know she's a badass? So that's on there. So uh, hey, girl. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, some some days, yes. Some days, not so yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you just tell yourself, I am a badass. I know. I need to put that on my mirror. And then um, somebody wants to know, one, will Carly date again? 
And two, would you ever date another Bachelor Nation guy? So I think the answer to the second part of the question is, I just like don't see that happening. I feel like because I'm older, I'm 35, I have two kids. I feel like most of these people that go on the show now are like in their 20s and they aren't, I mean, they're just not looking for a single mom in their 30s. I just don't think that they are. If they were and then that maybe, I have no idea. I don't the answer is I don't know, but I don't foresee that probably being the case. Like you wouldn't go um, looking in the group of alumni no that's not where i would start looking because yes i i totally understand um i mean claire's season claire and tasha's season had some guys in their 30s and mid 30s and even late 30s so i mean there is like that little group but yeah i mean i totally i just can't i don't don't blame you for not wanting to dabble (laughs) <laughs> I don't think that that would be a place that I would. Yeah, that wouldn't be my pool of people I would want to date. But I do want to date again at some point. I feel like I don't want to shut out love because just because it didn't work the way that I wanted it to work doesn't mean that it won't. It You know, and like when I'm in a happy relationship, I'm like really happy, you know, And I mean, yeah, there's bad parts and downers that happen along the way. But like, I feel like I deserve love. And I also deserve somebody that's like going to stick by me and always be there. So I just feel like that person is out there. Am I going to go looking for him right now? No. But eventually, will I go looking for him? I mean, maybe, maybe not. But, you know, hopefully maybe he like turns up on my doorstep one day and and my heart will be open to that. Yeah. No, I think it's it's pretty much you're just saying like your heart is open to love again yes which i think is really healthy of you to yeah, say but that but like also right my divorce is not final so i can't even think about that right now it makes me kind of sad to even think about it i mean i've been served my divorce complaint but i haven't been finalized just in, anything in so. in time when you're ready Yes. Yeah. I I will I will not give up on love. I will not because it's there and the right person really is there. And I'm so thankful like you know Evan gave me my two babies and a lot of a lot of good memories. So I'm very thankful for that and I put total blessings on that so that you know I can I still love all of the memories and I'm still and I'm putting out love there for me in the future. Okay. Let's see. What is something you wish you knew before you had children? There's a lot of things that I wish I knew. (laughs) Okay, you go first. Let me hear yours. I think, well, I mean, when it comes to kids, there's a lot of things I wish I knew when it has to deal with the kids. I, well, it's, it's so hard because I'm just in such a different headspace right now than I was even a couple months ago, but also then a mom sure. the newborn is but I feel like I would tell myself be a mom don't forget that you're still Carly right but it's so hard to say that when you have never had children because it almost feels like or when you have a newborn or something because you almost feel like but I'm a mom but I would sure. say there's stages that, yeah yes I would say like don't forget that you're still a person who still has needs and desires outside of mom life 
and that's okay. Even if they're small, that's okay. Yeah, I think that's a really great thing to say because not only is it healthy for you to have your own things, but it also, our children learn so much from our modeling. And if you're modeling that, that I matter and that sometimes I have to do these things for me because they make me happy, you're showing your children that like they can put themselves first in certain aspects and they can chase their, they can chase their dreams or, or, you know, whatever that may be that you're showing them. Like that's, that's also important too. You don't want to just show them that you throw everything that you are to the side to 100% be there 100% of the time for your children. Like we all want to 100% be there for our children, right? Like we want to be the best mommy we can be all the time. But that also means showing them the side that's just Carly. Or Jade. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Because I want my children to be that. I don't want them them to just feel like they have to set aside things for to serve the other needs of other people. You know, it's so funny. I come back to, do you remember? And I don't know why this spoke to me so deeply, but in Sex and the City, Samantha at one time was talking to, um, oh gosh, who was her like really hot? She didn't get married, but she lived with that really hot guy. Was he the, the actor guy? guy? Yes. The young dude? So, yes. So he was like trying to buy her this really expensive ring and she ended up buying, no. He bought it for her, but she wanted to buy it for herself. And I was like, whoa, that was really poetic. And then like at some point she said, I love you, but I love me more. It was a weird way of saying it. And I don't necessarily agree with the way she, I guess, really worded that. But I think that it's important to love everybody, but you also have to like put yourself above that. You have to love yourself first so that you can love everybody else. And that's such a big thing to teach your kids. Love yourself so that you can teach people to to love. Yeah. And I think we do tell our children that, but then like we don't really model it sometimes, you know? Yes. Yeah. So we want yeah, our children so to true. like, we, you know, like we do, we teach our children affirmations. Like I am great. I am, yes. you know, all those things. But then like, are we really believing those things about ourselves? Because that's so powerful right. too. If we sh- can show our kids that. You're so right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying half the time. <laughs> Is there something you wish you knew four years ago or before you had children? I don't know. Because like four years ago, I was married about, to, I guess I was pregnant. So. Um, you were pregnant. Yes. I don't know. When I was in my 20s, I didn't even really want to get married. I really didn't want to have kids. It was had to do a lot with my parents' divorce. My parents divorced when I was like 23 and I took it really hard and I was like, why would I put my why would I put my own kids through something like that? And so yeah. I really had this warped. I don't know, I was just healing. I was on a healing path. Mhm. And then I met Tanner and it just kind of all changed and he really wanted a family and it was just something that naturally all of a sudden felt like really important to me. Yeah. And then I guess I like before I had children, like something I wish I knew was just that like, you know, because some people don't want babies too though and that's totally okay. But I just, I wish I would have known how like amazing it is to have children. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like how much of a blessing they've been in my life and how much they've taught me. I mean, you you think about it, like, what would you do without your kids? You know, like, I don't know. Oh, Even you know, Reed, it's, Reed, yeah. Reed was a total surprise. And I'm like, oh, I cannot imagine life without him in it. Like, it's just like so he just fills this part of our family that's I just couldn't even imagine without him. Yeah, it, it's so there's 
like this love that you just don't know that exists. Yeah. Because you do have a love for like so many like other people in your life, your friends, your family, your husband, your, you know, like your dogs. But it's just so different. You know, lots of people have asked me lately, like if you knew now this was going to happen to you, would you have ever, you know, gotten married or whatever? And my answer is yes, because like, look at, I have the most beautiful children and both of my children were surprises. I would do everything all over again because there's nothing like that love. Like, I mean, you walk into a room and it's like, just even if they're throwing a tantrum, you just love the crap out of these kids, (laughs) you know, like there's nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a very personal journey. Like that's my very personal answer because there are people out there who are like, I don't want to have children and I don't want to like shame those people because it's not like children complete you and make you a whole no. person. It, like you're whole don't. on you're yeah. whole on your own. But for me, I just I don't know. I guess I don't even know like where I'm going with this answer, but I just I wish and I guess I just had to heal on my own. Like you said, you don't regret anything. Like that this is all our own like journeys. But I just wish I would have known like this was waiting for me on the other side, I guess, of uh-huh. all the like yeah. hardships I had with like what I thought about relationships, what I thought about families and like how I was afraid I was afraid. I was afraid to, which I still am in a way, I'm afraid to like hurt my children somehow like through something like that, you know, like that's scary. Yeah. That's a scary idea. Yeah. I don't ever want them to hurt, but you know, like things are inevitable and you learn lessons and I don't know, now I'm getting very like weird and complex and deep, but like, <laughs> I like it. I don't know where I'm exactly going, but I don't know. Maybe I just want to change anything. Maybe. Nah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because we don't, You'd never want your children to hurt, but you know, at some point they are going to, whether it be from you, whether it be from every outside source or, you know, you can't just shelter them either. I know we've talked about that a lot lately, you and I, um, but like, I feel like it's also important for your kids to feel whatever age to feel feelings and, and that's okay. Even if it's like, even if it's sad feelings, like it's like, okay, because it's important for you to feel sad feelings. It's important for me to feel sad feelings, like, and to actually feel them. And that's an important, important thing to teach your kids. Cause if you're parenting in this, the style of like, I want to shelter them so hard <laughs> that they feel nothing. Well, then that's like also, that's just not going to serve them outside Mm-mm. of the home. In so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, life is filled with, like, amazing things, but it's also filled with, like, disappointments as well. And people need to know how to, if people went out in the world and were so sheltered and, like, never had a disappointment, then they're not going to know how to do that unless it it was taught healthfully to them. Yeah. And I think I've really been trying, like, to have, like, healthy optimism, not blind optimism or toxic optimism. I feel like there's definitely differences But, like, I think now, like, back on, like, when my parents – when my parents were divorcing, like, I was an adult. It's different. But I just hurt because I had so much love, you know? So it's, like, 
I had a family where there, I did feel, for the most part, very loved. So I feel like that's such a beautiful thing to kind of hurt over, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I had to, I grieved the family unit because everything was changing. But, and I still do have that love from my parents. So it's not like it's gone away. It's just different. So do you feel like you felt like because your parents, like, let's say your parents were like two halves of like a circle. And at one point they were together and then they split and there were still two halves of the circle that still made that whole thing, that whole ball of love. But because it was halved, because this is something I worry about with like my kids, like they're still going to be loved wholly from two different people. But did you mourn the loss of their love together with you in it? Or even though you felt like because they were still giving their full love to you. I think when you say you're mourning the loss of the love. Right. Um. Yes. Like the family. What could you, they have the done to make units. you. Okay. But did you still feel like you were being loved fully? I mean, like you go through like or your. Did it like, change? Now I understand that. But at the time, and it's totally different, like 23-year-old compared to um, young right. children. Like your children yes. are going to bounce back. I feel like it's going to be something that they just grow up with. And it's going to be right, more, totally. of their, more of their normal. So I feel like your young children are so resilient. And they're going to have little friends who have parents that are divorced too that, you know, that maybe like will understand, like, you know, they'll have those friends where they can relate to each other. But like at 23, it was just like I had so many memories and this is just yeah. how things had always been. And I knew my parents probably should have been getting a divorce, you know, like what they were going through. It was like, well, I guess yeah. it wasn't a surprise that it happened. But I also yeah. was just like surprised that they actually went through with it. But I now like it's more like the two halves are just two other small bubbles. You know, there are two other small circles. And I do, I do. I don't feel like my, obviously my parents don't love me less uh, because of what, you know, it has nothing to do with that. Like, but I grieved that family holidays were going to be different and that split time is going to have to be split for my grandchildren um, when my parents were first. Like they didn't talk for a long time. Now they're at a much better spot, but it's still that way. It's still just like hard sometimes for everyone to be in the same room or the same time together. Right. And it was just like, it just was a grieving process that I had to go through. Um, I was angry at first and then obviously you get really sad. Um, right. And, but I had to, I had to just like feel those feelings. Like you said, like I had to just go there in order to get through it. Um, right. But now it's like I totally I, you know, you're a, I'm a logical adult. I understand like my parents are much happier people apart and I want that happiness for them. And so I understand I understand that. And I don't yeah. think I ever would look back and say like, man, I wish they were s still together because the people that they were together weren't good for each other anymore, which ultimately mm -hmm. isn't good for the family. And mm -hmm. so like I wouldn't. Do, I wouldn't ever want that to happen either. So it's it's hard to – it's different. It's di And I feel like it's totally different as an adult. And I know some adults that were like, oh, yeah, it didn't bother me at all. And I was like, well, the little girl inside me was crushed, <laughs> you yeah. know. But now I like – I get to love both of them from like a much more 
healthier point of view for, you know, like they're just healthier. They get to love me from a healthier spot and I get to love them from a healthier spot. It's just healthier all around. It is interesting when you like grow up and then you see your parents as like people and not parents, if that makes sense. Yes. (laughs) As humans. And then you're like, yes, as humans. And you're like, oh, well, I mean, both of your parents are in healthy relationships now with obviously different people, but you, yeah, you want them, but you want them to be happy. Right. And so it's, I don't know. It's just, it's so weird when you start like seeing your, or you see your parents past and you're like, oh, that's why they are the way they are. I totally get this now, you know, like, yeah. And then start forgiving almost things that your parents have done because they didn't know any better because they were raised this way or whatever. And you're like, oh my gosh, they're, they were just kids once who had a past as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're all the same. Right. It's and really actually, weird to think about. But it's actually kind of a really beautiful thing because you get to love them like from a different, you see them as human, you know, and you get to love them. Yes. Through all the things that were so hard for them. Yeah. Know? Okay. Well, we just got off on like a really long tangent, but we will answer more questions right after we get back from this break. Okay, I feel like we should do some ones that aren't so okay. sad. Would you ever consider naming a kid after yourself? Oh my gosh. The conversations I had with Evan about this one. Oh, Evan wanted he... every kid to be named Evan. Really? Even, oh, even a girl? Wouldn't... Even a girl? Yes. Yes. But I said no. But no, I wouldn't name a kid after myself. I've also never loved my name. Really? I think I don't like the k- Carly. K- that that. K- I don't like Carly. That's it. That's kind of a harsh way it comes out of your mouth. What would you name yourself if you could choose a new name? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not something with a sound to it. Carly. Well, I don't, no, it doesn't even come out that way, but I just feel I like I've say. always just been like, I've been like Carly, like Car- Carly. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's so dumb. What do you name a kid after yourself? No, no. <laughs> I love your name, though. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't always like it, but I like it now. Even Tanner and I, when we were talking about naming our kids, we both decided that we weren't going to name our kids any family names just because like, we didn't want to hurt certain people's feelings on certain sides. And plus, yes. I like my children to have – for me, it's like a very like artsy, like personal thing that I'm like, I want my children to have their own identities, you know? But I know – Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. I get but that. But I know to some people it's very special because it's like – commemorating somebody you know and yes but would never name my kid after myself I I think it's I there's like beauty in it and then it's just like but when I think about doing it to myself I'm like that would be so weird I I mean like maybe like if they had like three middle names then maybe (laughs) if I gave them this like big elaborate name throw it in there Add a little something extra. Just add a jade in there somewhere. No big deal. (laughs) Uh, That's so funny. Yeah, I know. I don't think I would. But Evan, like, seriously wanted every kid to be named Evan. I actually really wanted Charlie to be named Robin. I know that sounds like so weird. But and I had this name like in my brain for so long. I was like, I really want him to be named Robin. And then I told Evan one day, I was like, what if like it's a boy if we named him Robin? And he was like, that's my uncle's name. I had no idea. I've never heard anyone named Robin except for Batman and Robin. Yeah, it's not very common. And no. Robin and Williams. Like, we, oh, well, yeah, I guess that's true. 
I was like, there's no way you have an uncle Robin. And he's like, I do. I was like, that is the weirdest thing ever. I feel like it was like some weird psychic moment or something, but, um, he wouldn't let me name him that because he said it would hurt his dad's feelings. Gotcha. Yeah. Which I, I was, I fought, I fought for it, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> but I think that's so cute. A little Robin. Oh, it's so cute. Uh, anyway. Okay. What is your love language? So I took the test. I think you can go online, the five love languages yes. book books website and you could take a test. Um, because I always thought mine was touch, like affection, but it's actually quality time. And that makes That's a what lot I would I would have I would have said yours was quality time. Yeah. Which actually makes a lot of sense to me now because like I love one on one time. And like yeah. that's like if I'm gonna like meet a friend I or do something with like friends, I like smaller groups. I like more like one-on-one time and yes. spending time with people and getting like connection that way. And yes. so that makes sense that like with Tanner, I like something that like makes me feel loved is, which he doesn't like, is like I like going out to a restaurant and conversation and sitting there and taking our time and spending a few hours. And Tanner is very much like looks at the menu ahead of time, knows what he's going to order. Oh my uh, gosh, it's so funny. Oh yeah. Uh gets there, wants to just like order, eat, get out. And I'm like, to me, it's like I want to sit and like be romantic and hold hands across the table and decide like order an app and then yeah. you know what I mean? Like take our time and talk. I'm like, I want I'm like, I'm like yes. oh my gosh, we get to have adult conversation. Like yes. those are the type of things. Although he is his love language too is quality time. But he likes it in different like aspects. And I think that's why like traveling together works so well for us. Like we never fight when we travel. I mean, with kids, yeah. maybe now it's a little different, but um, it's hard with kids. We love just like having that, like it feels like set aside time from the real world. Yes. It, it like it both like lights us up, I think. Totally. But that's definitely my love language for my yeah, first my- is qual- quality time. Gifts are gifts are nice, whatever. Physical touch is not as important to me anymore because I'm just touched out. I'm a touched out mom. <laughs> oh, I get it. Being a mom, you do get touched out. It's almost like touch doesn't. I mean, it affects you in different ways. Like if you were in a hotel room or something and Tanner came up and like touched the back of your neck, you'd probably be like, ooh, like that's a different kind of touch than like someone grabbing at your boob to like suck on it. But <laughs> well, even that in a hotel room would probably be nice. Um, but <laughs> It is so different. It's almost like you become like not stimulated by it anymore because it's just yeah, like everybody it's over, wants to it's be It's overstimulation. I will say though, yeah. Tanner, Tanner and I do this thing where I read that the a person needs at least eight hugs a day to actually <gasps> feel for their bodies to feel regulated. What? Yeah. Wait. At, at least eight. Like eight is the minimum. And um, so Tanner and I, we do this thing where we will hug and just hold each other and just hug a nice hug nothing like not sexual just like an embrace for two minutes straight and we just hold each other and hug and just kind of like relax into it and I'm telling you it really makes you feel warm and fuzzy like it really makes you feel connected to your person and makes you feel good like it releases all those endorphins or something but there's something about does it work on a kid or a dog (laughs) yes of course it does 
that's great. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be your person. Like you're like dating. It doesn't have to be like a romantic person. It could be anybody. It's just that human core connection that we need that our body. It's so weird because our bodies physically respond to. It's so interesting. And we're living in such this weird world where we're nobody's like actually physically connected and then it's getting those eight hugs or you're sitting at home with your person and you're just like not wanting to hug them because you're with them all the time so an extra hug seems like a lot (laughs) well and that's why like we kind of like don't put anything on it like expectations i guess or anything it's just it's just this thing that we kind of like put no thought to it's just a two minute hug that you end up just kind of like melting into. I don't know. I love that. That's so nice. Yeah, it's it's really good. And it's just, I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, no wonder why mental health is at its worst right now in this oh pandemic. My gosh. So we're just all so disconnected. We're meant to be connected creatures. I am looking forward to like hugging someone again one day where I feel something. <laughs> That's a stupid well, thing to say. I mean, you, you can. I mean, you could uh, honestly like our children need it too. Like, hug, hug your babies. Oh yeah, I do. You know? I hug. There's so many times I just I'm like Bella, can you please come over here? I just need a hug, and she always does it because she needs all the hugs too right now. I pretty much always do have some type of child on my lap wanting some type of physical touch, but I do. I hug Bella all the time. I mean, I hug Charlie too, but Bella actually like gives back in a different way than Charlie can right now, just because he's so young. Yeah, um, but mine mine is a uh, quality time as well. I it just, is. Yeah, I you know, Evan and I had like a long a lot of talks about this. His was words of affirmation, mine was quality time. It's so interesting how people really can just miss each other. You know, like if you have two different love languages, then sometimes it's just really hard to give the other person what they want. Like it was always really hard for me to like it's hard for me to tell someone that they're being awesome if they're not being awesome. And it's hard for him to want to give me quality time because he's not hearing that he's awesome. And I don't understand because I can tell myself I'm awesome. The need to have someone else tell you that you're awesome. So it's so interesting that everybody works in such a different way. And it's almost like you just have to, you don't even have to learn their way and say like, but you just have to be like, okay, I understand that you feel love this way. Like, I understand that you feel I love by buying, by getting gifts. So I'm just going to, gifts me nothing, but I'm just going to give you a gift because I know that that's how you feel loved, you know, or I know that you need to hear that you're great. So I'm going to tell you I'm great because, or tell you that you're great so that in turn, you're going to want to hang out with me and give me quality time. Like it really all like works in this circle, <laughs> but yes. sometimes it's just, you just miss each other, you know? Yeah. Anyway. No, oh, I feel you. Sad. I feel you on that. <laughs> Oh, God, we got sad again. Okay, let's do one more and make it be happy and then we'll go from there. Oh, I got one. What's okay? Okay. What's your this is referring to us. What's your favorite okay. thing about each other? <gasps> Talk oh about words of affirmation. <laughs> I, if I'm ever going through anything, you always give such incredible, deep, soul level, not even like advice, but just like information. You're not sitting there being like, this is what I would do. But when I called you and told you what I was going through, you gave me like groundbreaking thoughts. And that doesn't always happen. I feel like we've always just kind of since 
we started becoming friends on The Bachelor, we've always been like soul connected and we've had like deep combos and we've talked mm-hmm. about like spirituality and things like that. That's one thing I love so much about you is that I'm not going to talk to you and it's going to be like surfacey. We're going to talk about it and we're going to like dig deep in there. Even if it's like the gritty, like dark, yucky stuff, we're going to be like, man, but why? You know, like, oh, you know, like, which we've done even talking in this question and answer. But that's one thing I love about you is we've always had like real combos. And and I think also because you're a deep thinker, but you're also also an information seeker. Yeah. And so you just have like an abundance of stuff that goes through your brain and your soul that when you share it, it's just like fireworks are like bing, 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 bing. I don't that's know. That's really sweet. I also like... I'm a mama bear. So like I also am very like protective over my friends. That's very true too. So yes. like when you called me and told me what was happening and I was like, I need like we need to do this and we need to do that. And we, you know, like to like. Yes, that's pr- true pr- too. To you pr- did give me advice on like the, to hey, pr- here's things that you'd need to make sure you have checked off your list. Right. To protect you. Because- Which is also important because those are things that I don't think about. <laughs> Especially when you're not really thinking of in those course, moments. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But thank you. Um, That's very sweet. Yeah. But we've always been like that. I, I agree. I feel like um, you're one of my friends that I can talk like a little bit like weird university stuff yes. with, you know? <laughs> yeah. And we can just like roll off of each other and I feel like there's no- And, we're, and it, there's no judgment in that zone ever. <laughs> right. No, there's Which no is judgment. Awesome. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like my favorite thing about you or our friendship is like kind of the same thing. I'm a I can be a little flighty, though, and I'm a little bit more emotional. And I like that. Yes, that's you're more emotional for sure. I can seek you out when I need somebody who's a little bit more grounded. Like, yeah, the logical side. Yeah. So I feel like you kind of ground me in that way where. I'm the person that cries on the podcast every week. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, more like we're yin and, girl yin needs and help. yang. I appreciate like, I don't know. I just feel like I constantly learn from you in ways that like who you are as a person, like seeking yourself out right now, like how you are really like finding out who Carly is again. And that's actually really inspiring to me right now. You sent me something. What did that thing say on Instagram the other day that you sent me that was like amazing? Oh my gosh, I should find it. It was like, you just forgot who you were for a little while, but don't worry, you're back or something. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm, I'm really just admiring that part of you right now because that's something that like I want to do for myself too. And I, I kind of look up to you in that way. I just feel like you are a badass. I, I don't know. Thanks, Jade. Well, yeah. so are you. You're just like in the thick of newborn land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're just in, I mean, my kid, my youngest is now like over a year. So yeah. I'm just like, and also, I'm going through divorce. So it's just like, yeah, my and world has just kind of opened up for but for to you, to, but I, I, I just I feel like again. you're really brave right now. I feel like you're being really brave, and <gasps> thank I re- you. Yeah, I want to so be brave. I admire that part of you too, and also I think you're really funny. Like, if I need a friend to laugh, like make me laugh, I know I can count on you to be funny. Which I don't feel like I'm a very funny person, so it's like nice to be around. Oh my gosh, you are no, you are funny. <laughs> well, thank you. You don't think you're funny, but like you are very funny. Oh, thank you. But you're like funny, funny. <laughs> Well, I mean, usually I just like laugh at my own expense. 
I feel like I'm like Ch- I'm like Chandler on Friends. When something's uncomfortable, I just make a joke. But that like, actually is like, but that's not actually great. <laughs> no, it <laughs> is. That sometimes means you're just like not dealing with the real stuff. Well, he, sure, humor can be a coping mechanism, but like also sometimes that's like what needs to be said in like a tense room. I'm like, oh, good, Carly's here. <laughs> oh yeah, some yeah. There are times of braveness that I'm like, oh, Jade's not going to do it. I'm just going to have to. I'm just going to have to light a fire under my own ass and go for it. (laughs) But I totally get it because there, I mean, I, that, I mean, that's the beauty of our friendship is sometimes you're the stronger one and sometimes I'm the stronger one and there's, and that's great. I agree. I feel like I, I definitely agree with that. Well, I feel like that was a good ending to this episode. It was. It makes me feel like. Everybody needs to call their friends and tell them something really nice about them right now. I agree. Not till we finish because. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we want you to finish this podcast. But also, you should call your friend after you're done and tell them that they're really great and tell them how much you love them and appreciate them and why you love them because it's a really nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. And they'll probably say it back. Yeah. I'm a- I feel like this is a good exercise to do. Yeah. Do it. Because everybody. it makes you, it does really make you feel like really, I feel really good after the things you've told me. And also, I feel like just really thankful for a friend like you. I totally agree. And I feel like even more brave because you told me I was brave that was really nice thank you oh well you are being brave (laughs) (laughs) well you guys thank you so much for listening and uh please go rate and review our podcast five stars please uh we love you so much and like I said go call your friends because it's important all right guys (laughs) thank you so much and we'll talk to you next week bye